everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. What's up, nerds? Hey, so we watched <laughs> season three, episode, what, 11? 11. 11, and it's called Gingerbread, and it was one of the most infuriating things I've ever seen until about the last seven to ten minutes, <laughs> I would say. Seven to ten minutes, it all comes together, and I was like... So I was already in kind of a bad mood today. I had work today, and, like, my bosses were being annoying. And I was like, I'm the only girl that works there. And I was feeling really oppressed and all this stuff. And I was so emotional. And then I started watching this. And I was just like, <laughs> what is Joyce's problem? Like, I was getting pissed. What's my your notes, damage, Heather? My notes are lengthy until... <laughs> Until one note, they're like, I'm not joking, guys, it's paragraphs, multiple sentences on, like, just how ridiculous this all is, until there's one line that says, thank God Joyce is haunted, and then there's no <laughs> notes after that. The, after that, I'm like, okay, this, uh, great, cool, glad we're all on the same page. Um, so this is the Hansel and Gretel episode for anybody who uh, yes, the famed is Hansel not and re-watching Gretel it with us. Yeah. Um... So, do you like this episode, Beth? Um, I liked it. You liked it? Okay. I, mean, I thought I had a good payoff, and I felt thoroughly tricked. Mm-hmm. But. It's like, mm-hmm. it was funny. It delivered a lot of really good lines. It was lines. funny. It was funny. Like, I thought um, more than we've seen, like, basically, like, in any one episode so far this season. Yeah, and it was way more, uh, it was way more situational humor you know like the situation they were in is funny for sure and um once you realize what's going on (laughs) i was literally i was sitting here being like how how could she say that (laughs) to buffy like she knows what's going on and i was legitimately considering dropping the show oh my gosh i was like if this is for real if they're gonna make this like a new conflict between like like Buffy's mom not liking the occult anymore. Right. I was literally I was considering just like bailing. I was just like I can't do this. That would have been a like a hard turn because in the beginning of the episode she goes patrolling with Buffy. That's why I that's why I was so upset. And the thing is that like now with Buffy like it's so it's so unlike everything that I've watched before now. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of unpredictable a lot of the times and like some episodes are really campy and they understand how ridiculous they're being and how ridiculous the whole show is. Like, the whole premise is, like, a 16-year-old girl slayer, you know? Right. And, um, which is not, like, 16-year-old girls can be badass. That's not what I'm saying is ridiculous. No, that's exactly what you're saying. You get it. You get it. Oh, <laughs> um, so, 16-year-old girls are awful. Yeah. Spread the news. I was awful at 16. Um... But yeah, so I, like, some episodes, they're, like, really campy, and they understand, like, that they're part of the joke, too, and then other episodes are really dramatic, and so I didn't, now you I just kind of go it with it. Yeah, I just go with it. Like, whatever's happening in front of me, I assume is actually what's happening until otherwise, <laughs> until new information has presented itself. <laughs> so, as Beth said, episode opens on, with Buffy on Patrol. And her mom shows up and is like, I brought you a snack. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then Buffy runs off to chase down a vampire. And Joyce uh, wanders away. Mr. Sanderson from the bank. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sanderson from the bank is a vampire. And Joyce is shook. It's a scandal. And 
she, uh, so Joyce wanders off about, like, five feet, and she finds some dead kids. Right. And they show the dead kids, and, uh, which was another thing that should have told me that, like, something was up, because up until this point, they're pretty tasteful. It's pretty bloodless. Yeah, like, they have, um, I don't know, like, Buffy seems to have, like, some taboos, like, things they don't joke about, etc. And, um, and dead kids, you would assume, would be one of them. And so, uh... They kind of talk about that in the episode. Like, because... What do you mean? Well, because you're... I mean, if you're me, you're like, okay, so this is what you hold a vigil for. Mm-hmm. Not the 20 million other people no, that have died in this town. Sorry, I had water in my mouth. I'm, I'm <laughs> as enraged as you are. Uh, or I was. I was. I'm cool now, everybody. But We're cool. About 20 minutes ago, I was hyped up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like my notes are like, there's, so three seasons now, we've had death after death, and um, just like, like, you're going, the kids know they're going to school with kids who are other students who are either like witches monsters or slayers you know right. which is what what joyce and her uh her group moo eventually go after that should have been another clue <laughs> that this is all a fucking joke because like i i don't know i feel duped for sure um but yeah so anyway so buffy or buffy's mom finds the kid joyce is her name joyce finds the kids and is furious and she starts being like we need to get rid of everything of the occult including the slayer <laughs> and she is proclaiming this to a large group of people right like most of sunnydale everybody in sunnydale who hasn't yet been killed due to lack of uh, lack of police backup i guess right. which they show up they come out of the woodwork due to a lack of vigils of up to this point Right, yeah, there's been no <laughs> vigils. The The amount of vigils that have occurred in Sunnydale is exactly one vigil. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like, all in this one fell swoop, like, all these cops are at the school and, like, Snyder's Searching all involved. Walkers. And, yeah, which is, like, Infringing on no. students' rights. Hell no, yeah. And so Principal Snyder is actually involved in a sense where it's, like, He's not terrorizing Buffy specifically anymore. He's just doing it to everyone. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, like, if this were, you know, an actual high school, then it would be good that the principal was doing it. Oh, yeah, the mayor's around now again. I was, I mean, Snyder works for the mayor, right? Is that what we learned? Not works for him, but kind of answers to him, I would think. Like, that's, like, that's more of a, that's more his role, is that Yeah, yeah. That's his boss. Kind of. Okay. Manager? Um, manager. Uh, yeah, so... Supervisor. Basically, everybody's just out to get these... Um, out to get these witches, and they find out that Willow's one, and Amy's one, or whatever. Oh, yeah, Amy's back. Amy's back oh, as hell. Um, for, like, two seconds, and now she's yeah, a rat. Yeah, until she turns into a rat. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. <laughs> um... Yeah, so anyway, like, they go, they, like, get all the stuff, and then they hold this vigil, and, um, Joyce is all like, we're getting rid of the witches, and then they, like, actively take them from their homes and tie them to posts. Yeah, like... And they take all the books, which is scary, and, um, that, I've read Fahrenheit 451 so many times, and I read it, I think I read it too young. I think I I did. I read it so young. I was, like, 13. 
yeah, I read it when I read it in seventh grade, so I was twelve, and um, so like middle school age, and <laughs> the idea of somebody taking books from anywhere is like so unbelievably terrifying to me and i think and that's like i'm not scared of like most other things i'm not scared of the dark i'm not really scared of snakes like i can deal with roaches all the usual stuff is fine but i'm terrified of book burning scared of burning books and i was just like what is that like i was wigging and also it's because like i said i've had an exhausting day so then i got down to buffy and i was like oh time to just Watch some good time to bitch about Xander for twenty minutes, or Angel, or (laughs) time to talk about how great Oz's nail polish is. And then I was just like enraged by this. So they're they're burning at the stake, right? They light the parents light the fire, whatever. And then Giles and Cordelia bust in and save the day. Mm -hmm. Is the gist of it. If you want the details, you can go watch the episode yourself. Watch it yourself, Um, you lazy bums. (laughs) Yeah. You think you can just listen to our podcast and we do all the work for you? Ha! No way. Not in this house. Um, Not in my house. Xander, though, by the way, I just mentioned bitching about Xander. Xander was the worst. He was, episode. yeah, he did a weird regression. Xander, he was terrible. I was like, what? I thought you grew out of this. Right. No, and that's like, that's, yeah, I don't know. And they did it to, they did it. So that later in the episode, he could fight with Oz. Not fight with Oz, but fight alongside Oz. Alongside, yes. And their relationship would be repaired. Is that what that's supposed to be? I think so. Um, Okay, so, for the listeners, Xander is hyper-focused on the fact that he cheated with Willow. And everybody else, like, Cordelia is like like middle fingers up boy bye and then she's gone right and so that's how she's dealing with it oz and willow have forgiven each other or oz has forgiven willow and then they get back together like nobody's talking about it but xander and xander's just sitting there being like why does everybody think i'm gonna cheat with willow again huh and people are like hey like somebody would be like hey xander where's willow and he'll be like why does everybody assume i know where she is and it's like what it was just it was unnecessary it was he's so extra he's so extra and, um, he, uh, what else did he say? Oh, yeah. Um, when they're searching the lockers and Willow is, ter- Willow has, like, Wolfsbane and all this stuff in her locker. She's terrified. She's like, they're going to take me. They're going to take me. They're going to burn me at the stake or whatever. They've right. already taken Amy. They've already taken this other person. She's terrified. And she's talking to Buffy. And Xander butts his head in and is like, um, I have Playboys in my locker. What am I going to do? Uh. And then Willow's like, what are they gonna do to me do you think like your mom's behind this and he's like um excuse me my playboys i know yeah it was like it was he was a lot that was to a t a punchable offense (laughs) that was i'm 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 not a i'm not a violent person i'm not but in that moment i was just like this this episode got me all kinds of wrapped up I was way too into it. It was supposed to be, like Beth said, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to... It's, you're supposed to have a good time watching it. And for... I guess it's just the day I've had, but I was just, like, so into it, being like, why would Sander say that to Willow <laughs> when he knows that she has Wolfsbane in her locker? Um, but... And then my notes are more of, like, what are the cops doing there? About time or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, um... Angel shows up for one brief weird scene. He comes up out of nowhere and is like, 
I heard. But he doesn't say, like, from who. Right. <laughs> He's just, like, Buffy, and they, like, hug, and they talk about it a little bit. And Buffy mentions, Buffy's like, kids have been dying all the time. Kids, I see kids get killed all the time. Or she says, I see people. She's saying people. And he's like, well, these were children. These were kids. They're innocent. I know. And it's like, has, I mean, everybody else at side has been like a high schooler for Mr. Sanderson from the bank. (laughs) God, dude, Mr. Sanderson. What an entrance and what an exit. I know. In the arms of the angels. He was here for a moment. Yeah. (laughs) And Um, then he was gone. Oh, jeez, I was going to say a thing. Who else has died that's not a student? That's what I asked you. In Oh, in general? In the show? I mean, I guess a bunch. Yeah, lots of people. Um, Principal let's, Flutie. Let's think. Oh, For Flutie. Sure. How could Flutie. we have forgotten Flutie? Oh, my God. I think about For him every day. For some reason, I was about to say, I think I got it mixed up with uh, the Black Mirror episode where the Prime Minister fucks a pig. Sure. And... Yeah, and I was just like, oh, Flutie, you had sex with a pig, but he didn't. (laughs) He got eaten by people. He got eaten by people, which is, some would say, different than what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Uh, he got, why, who ate him? It was those freaking jocks that we never heard from again. The hyenas? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because, remember... Because while Xander was attempting to rape Buffy, yes, those people were scary. eating him. So. Um, they ate the pig. They ate a pig. Right? Yes. Okay. Thank this God. Is, For some reason, it all comes I back was, together. I was like, there was a pig in that episode, right? <laughs> yeah, he was um, the mascot of like the rival school, right? No, he was the mascot because they're the Razorbacks. Oh my God. I couldn't even remember they what the mascot was. They taped little um, little horns to his back. Oh, that's cute. And then he got, got eaten. eaten. Because Sorry, nothing buddy. good lasts. No, that's this true. This week nothing is suck. Stay. Um, this is this is like we're in very negative headspaces. We're like pigs you die because nothing good lasts. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, I had some pork the other day, so really, the pigs just got turned into something better. I had pork fried rice with my Chinese yesterday. I'm trying to cut out meat of my diet, and I am doing the world's worst job at it. Do you remember when you were vegetarian for like a month? Yeah, yeah. Um, It was definitely for longer than that, but I can't tell you you how long. Um, (laughs) I was vegetarian for like... Like two or three? Six months. Six? <laughs> yeah, dude. Jeez. It, I think, babe, I might be wrong. I have a really poor concept of time. So Me too. So it might have been like a few weeks and it might have been like three or four months. But I'm not sure which one it is. Um, oh, but I, I was vegetarian for a while. I didn't mention this. And then it- I just kept eating french fries all the time and then I stopped. Mm. That'll plug you right up. Um... <laughs> Uh, I didn't mention this at the at the um, beginning of the episode, but we are smack dab in the week of the 20th anniversary of Buffy. Wow. This show what premiered 20 years ago. Dude, I'm jumping on the bandwagon in, like, the middle of the roller coaster ride. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah, so many metaphors just then, but... Yeah, and the AV Club is doing some great articles on Buffy, and one of them today... I love the AV Club. Me too. Ugh, if I could write for them, my life would be A++. Um, but, uh... Uh, they ran an article, one of the cast members, uh, I don't think you know, I don't think he's, he's made an appearance yet, but he's great, and one of the cast members <laughs> did an interview with the AV Club, and the headline for the article is, Tom Lank would fuck Spike and kill Angel. <laughs> and um, I was like... Anyone? I was like, yeah, was because... not completely donkey-brained? <laughs> would kill Angel and fuck Spike. I know. No, anyone who isn't completely donkey-brained would kill Angel and fuck Drusilla. <laughs> that's that's the correct answer to that question. There we go. I mean, right? Mm. She, I don't know, she's scary. Uh, what is... I don't, I don't remember... My brain's not working. I was gonna say your something brain, about Drusilla. Your brain know. working slow? She's not in this season... I don't have to think about her for a while. All right. Um, <laughs> what else? Were, oh, yeah, I want to talk about Oz. Yeah, so, like, Oz is, like, over Xander. He's, like... Yeah. I mean, I can't understand how anybody like Oz would ever be intimidated by somebody like Xander. Never. If I were Oz, I would break up with Willow because I'd be like, you have bad taste. <laughs> I cannot you believe you taste. would equate me with this person. Yeah, honestly... Um, but they, uh, they, uh, yeah, they get to, like, fight in the end, and you said that you think it's supposed, uh, they get to fight together in the end. They fight against the forces of evil mm -hmm. together. Um, and you said that you think it's supposed to be, like, a they made up type of thing, uh, but they barely even talk, really. Right. I mean, it's more like a, like a, oh, they're cool now. Oh, Okay. Where it's you just can, like Xander's finally tell. moved on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the whole gang was in this episode. Yeah, all the Scoobies. All the Scoobies were represented. Yeah. Um, Cordelia helped is, out. I think this is the start of Cordelia like rejoining the gang. I would not if I was her. Although, she did not have any other actual friends except for them. Yeah, like no one treats her. No one treats her right. I love Cordelia. Yeah. That's what we've been saying. That's what we've Buffy's been saying all nice this time. nice to her sometimes. Who? If Cordelia is nice to her first. Who? Buffy? Buffy. Um. Buffy's not yeah, mean to her. Yeah, I guess. Like, she's not. If she doesn't and she's, deserve well, it. Buffy has a hard time being really there for people. Yeah, that's I true. Think, because she's really busy. She's really busy and she has a lot on her plate. And I think that that leads to, or that's um, the source of a lot of the communication issues that they've had these mm -hmm. past few seasons. Because, like, like it's just one of those things where, like, if somebody doesn't tell you any of their secrets, you're not going to tell them any of yours. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. it's just, like, like, I don't know. She's she's not vulnerable, you know? And she doesn't have time to be. Like, I'm not blaming her right. or anything like that. I'm pro-Buffy, but, uh, yeah, like, she's, she's busy and stuff like that. And also, like, people keep stuff from her, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Be open with your friends, everybody. Be very um, open. Who, Faith wasn't in this episode? No, she wasn't. But, oh well. <laughs> that was who I kind of thought, but Joyce liked Faith, right? Yeah, Joyce likes Faith. 
at first I was like, maybe Joyce is being like, uh, like, I hate this Slayer, but not my daughter who's a Slayer. I don't know. I was so, I was so confused. Everybody. I was like, what is happening on the show? But anyway, so eventually the, uh, the ghost babies, they, Giles pours like some sizzle, the sizzle salt on them. And then they turn into a big monster and he's wild. He's dope. He, he's hands down the best monster we've seen so far. In terms of maybe. Looks? Yeah, for sure. The close second is the praying mantis teacher. Uh, a classic here on Buffy Speak. We can never <laughs> let it go. No, I love that episode. Mrs. French. Um, and so... She always yeah, anyway, so think of French onion dip. Miss French does? Yeah, it always makes me really want French onion dip. Um, I would kill a man for some ridged potato chips, some ruffles, and some French onion dip. That sounds delicious. Oh, I love French. And like a anyway. Sprite. Ooh, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Ooh. I know my snack foods, dude. One of my fortes. Ooh. Um, anyway, so the big monster. Where were we? Oh, yeah, the big monster. He, yeah, he. He gets he, stabbed in the throat. Yeah, she impales him in the throat. Yeah. yeah. And oh, that was we, actually a really funny moment. You know what we haven't, you know what we haven't spoken about at all that we can speak about very shortly here is that, um, is that we finally meet Willow's mom. Oh yeah. And she's like the worst. Yeah. And can I tell you what, guys, this is the only episode we ever see her. Thank God. Which is like, it it goes, I don't know. I felt like they were trying to shoehorn in, like, it makes sense that Willow's parents are like inattentive yeah but we've never heard anything about that until this episode yeah well just that one mention where she says like mr and mrs rosenberg well yeah well yeah and see that kind of makes me think which really just implies that she has parents (laughs) yeah but that but that quote that you know ira and sheila or sandra shonda it's sheila it's sheila um Rosenberg that that quote is is when because when Angel is coming to um be a Willow's house baddie um you know they're they're putting up crosses everywhere and and so Buffy comes and she puts a cross up on or she like I don't know tries to place the cross on the wall and Willow's like you think Ira and Sheila Rosenberg would approve of a cross in my room or whatever and so they put it underneath her curtains but that makes me think that, like, they pay attention to right, the yeah. trappings of her room. And this episode, uh, her mom is like, oh, Willow, you cut all your hair off. Nice choice. And then Willow's like, yeah, it is a nice choice that I made in August. Yeah. And so, it, I don't know. Um, it was weird. I mean, um, honestly, the cross was a throwaway dialogue. Yeah, right? that, um, I mean, I'm sure. That, uh yeah. That that whole thing, like, it's a nice setup because, like, you know how a lot of people's criti- criticism of oh lord, everything's gone wrong. Um, sorry. She's dropping shit. Uh, She's dropping shit left and right. Of like young adult literature and young adult like media is that the parents are never around, and I mean in in Buffy, Joyce is around and like you yeah. know about other people's parents and stuff like that. 
So the reason, so they're like, okay, well, so so Xander's parents are drunks, and oh right, Willow's parents are inattentive and neglectful. So that's why you never see them. Yeah, that's like the excuse that they give, which is fine. It's a It'll fine do narrative sure. choice. I mean, as but somebody it doesn't who, make any sense. Like. <laughs> I mean, you're a storyteller, too, right? So I was going to call myself a storyteller. Um, please don't send me hate mail for calling myself that. I know I deserve it, but I'm aware. <laughs> so anyway, like, as somebody who, like, writes, tells stories, makes stories, does whatever, you don't have time to fill in all the holes. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. You don't, I don't, if I was a reader, I wouldn't want to hear about Willow's parents. I don't care what they're doing. I want to hear about what Willow's doing, you know? And so, like, if they, if I was provided all this information about, like, and here are her parents, and they're inattentive because when Willow was... Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear, like, their whole family history. I'm living in the moment. I want to know what's happening now. See, I Jophiel? am the opposite. No. Oh, well, and you do... I, I love character studies. You tend to um, really immerse yourself in characters and worlds and things like that yeah yeah i'm very i'm very much like the more i know about a character the more i can enjoy this piece of media yeah yeah for sure so um i mean and i don't really care like this explanation of why we don't ever see willow's parents i'm i'm cool like yeah that'll do i'm good but like i was just like it's just like something i notice and i'm like convenient yeah convenient that that happened Okay. I I can't think of anything else that happened this episode. Um, um, I was really um, just so preoccupied by the Joyce and Buffy conflict that I honestly have a vague memory of everything else. It was funny everything when else Giles was like a white got, haze. Giles got knocked out and Cordelia was slapping him awake. Yeah. And then he like wakes up and that whole scene is golden like on both yeah, of their parts. Yeah, I like Giles it's and Cordelia. It's so funny. And Cordelia's like, finally, my hand was starting to hurt. And he was like, oh, r- your hand? Real- your hand hurts. And, yeah. uh, and then and then she's like, how? Which she makes a, a point, which is true. She goes like, she's like, you're unconscious again. How many times do you get knocked out anyway? One of these days you're going to wake up in a coma. And Jal goes, wake up in a coma? Yeah, I love <laughs> Exasperated Giles. He was he, like, uh, oh, it's so funny. Him and Cordelia's relationship is like a better Giles and Xander relationship. Yeah, because Cordelia doesn't, like, Cordelia, like, is full of herself, but in a in an honest way. That's exactly what I was about to say, in an honest way. <laughs> Yeah. Because Xander likes to pretend like he's the good guy, but he's not. Xander's well, uh, a nice he is, guy. He's the, capital yeah. N, capital G. Right, yeah. Except for when he's not. <laughs> Except for when he's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really does have some good moments. You know what? He's we a good just character. can't pin him down. We're asking too much at. We're asking I really too much. like him um, most of the time in the later seasons. I yeah, think. I've been all right with him until this episode. I mean, I hated him season one, and then I've been okay until now. Yeah. Um, and that happens. I give this episode... Hmm. Is it feminist? I was thinking about this a lot today. Okay. 
so I think because I think the I think the main message of this episode is warning against mob mentality. That's and, what I thought too. And like, um, uh, what are words? Warning against mob mentality and like, you know, obviously don't gang up on those who are different than you. Like that's the most basic like message. Yeah. And I was gonna Google because I wanted to know like what some scholars had to say about it. So I was gonna Google feminism and mob mentality. But I figured that that might not pull up that the best results. That is going to get you um, some differently perspectived articles. I know. That's what I would, that's what and I, I was say. like, you know what? This is for another day. This is for a day yeah. when I want to widen my horizons, which is not this day. Yeah. So I was. I that was is like, an interesting subject, though. So I was just trying to think. I was just thinking of like, yeah, I mean, feminism, and it's you know, you you can broaden it to like, you know. This kind of thing is, is like, mob mentality and, like, going along with everyone else and not using your brain to, Right, yeah. Like, I mean, like, the c- thing is, the way they solve the case is by being, like, um, who actually has this information right, that everybody's so upset about? Right, who are these children? About? Yeah, and being, like, what, who is actually oh, spreading it was so this? Awesome. Like, where is this yeah, coming Buffy, from? Yeah, Buffy was the only one of the entire Scooby gang to, like, stop for two seconds and be like, wait, we know nothing about these children. Up. Well, it's be- I thought it was just because everybody else was so overwhelmed with, like, you know, Giles's book getting taken and Willow, right. like, being under attack and stuff like that. That's what I attributed it to. But it also is, yeah, it's true. Um, I found this episode, okay, so even though the message was, like, don't just go along with everything, like, make your own opinions and blah, 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 or whatever. I still found the episode to be less than feminist, just because it was so, like, um, so the underlying message is like, yeah, don't go along with mom mentality, but, like, the iconography that they're using and the words that they're using, so to somebody who's just watching this episode and isn't analyzing it and isn't looking for a deeper meaning to it, all they're going to hear over and over is kill the bad girls. You have to kill the bad girls. These girls are bad. And it's the like strong empowered ones that are getting burned at the stake. And so I think the underlying message has nothing to do with feminism. Really? Well, I think that's okay um, because I mean, like obviously I don't know, like you do have a responsibility to like, um, kind of, I don't know, control the language that you use and stuff like that when you're uh-huh. when you're writing for this kind of thing. But I think um, maybe, I don't know, maybe they didn't examine it enough because I think, you know, if that kind of thing is perceived as, like, obviously you're, like, um, you're not going to be, like, I don't know, you're not going to agree with the bad guy, you know? And, like, th- those are who, that, like, just those kids or, you know, that one demon or whatever, that was what was using um, that terminology. So I see where you're coming from, but I think that maybe um, uh, it's just, like, I don't right, know. Right, I guess you're right, because you're rooting for Buffy. I, I'm, I'm tending to lean towards, like, I mean, it's not, like, implicitly, it's not, like, it's not, like, the, the fight scene in, uh beginning part two is that <laughs> is that the one where she hits angel in the head with the sword i think it is i think it's part two um it's not that like that is like peak right 
for this show. But I think in a more broad sense, it's a it's better than most of the episodes we've seen. Yeah. That's what I think. So maybe we give it a... I give it a six. I was going to say a six. Because... I mean, it's the bad guys that are being bad, you know? Yeah, and, um... Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really tired. I think I would be more articulate if I wasn't, but, like, these (laughs) are my thoughts. (laughs) And that's Um, that about that. Um, What do you rate it? This episode? Um, I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. The half is for the funny. I'm going to give it a flat seven. Um, it was literally, it was like a, it was like a three until I realized what was going on. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> man, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it a flat seven just because it was like, it was interesting and stuff, but, and maybe I would have had a different reaction to it if I wasn't so, if I wasn't feeling so emotional right now and just like really wrapped up in it. Because right. um, I think, I think if you were just watching this and you were just like chilling watching TV, you would be able to assume that something supernatural is going on based on the fact that it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But right. if you're an idiot like me, <laughs> then, um, then, uh, yeah, you're not gonna, you're gonna get what's going on. Um, Yeet. I don't even know if that was a sentence. I think I contradicted myself there. We're halfway through the season. <gasps> I love the next episode. Good, good. I, I need to pick me up. love it. This episode exhausted You're gonna me. Like I was it. So confused. I what forgot. is it? It's called Helpless. Helpless. Okay. Um, oh yeah! Shout out to Hamilton. Uh yes, I love the next episode. All right, guys, tune in next time to uh, listen to us talk about the Beth episode. The Beth episode. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. And please do. Our personal. Yeah, do it. Do Do it. it. (laughs) Do it. Uh, Anyways, our our personal Twitters are in the bio of that Twitter. Uh oh, so is our email. If and you in wanna, the bio if you of those send Twitters. me that hate mail, I was yeah. Yeah, you um, can find if you want to send me that hate mail you were t- I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um subscribe and then listen to all our episodes and then tell us what you think about them. And mm-hmm. that's all we want from you guys. That's all we that's can really ask. It. Yeah. Shout out Shout out to shout out to my friend Summer who listens to these episodes when she drives to and from Florida. What up? Hey, what Summer. Up? Hello. All right, guys. All right, I'm going to go pass out. I hope you I'm do gonna the same. I'm going to go to the gym. What? You're crazy. Yeah, I'm going to the gym. Yeah, it's 1030 at night here, but I'm going to the gym. That's All some right. crazy talk. No, it's great. No. I'm a healthy girl. I'll see you later, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>